This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now on Saturday, Ireland plays South Africa in the Rugby World Cup. The game is being played at Stade de France. It will be a magnificent occasion and a very important one for both nations. The prize is the probability of topping the group and that would mean not facing the hosts or most likely mean not facing the host France in the quarterfinals. It's a very important day for Irish rugby. South Africa are the defending champions in this tournament, and Ireland are the world's number one team. And to discuss what is going to happen or might happen, we're joined now. It's a great pleasure to be joined, actually, by Matt Williams, who is an Australian a rugby coach, a broadcaster, and a writer, contributor, regular contributor to the Irish Times. He's on Virgin Media's splendid coverage of the Rugby World Cup on this occasion, and he has a vast experience as a coach and a very good one. He coached New South Wales, uh, Waratahs in Super Rugby. He was director of rugby and head coach there. He coached Leinster and Ulster. He was also defensive coach with Ireland and head coach of the Scottish national team. So he knows what he's talking about, and his column in the Irish Times is always a pleasure to read as a sportsman. Matt, thank you very much for joining us. The news today is the announcement of the Irish team, and there's one change. Jamison Gibson-Park comes in for Conor Murray, and Dan Sheehan is available to be on the bench, which has a significance of its own. What do you make of the Irish team as selected? Pleasure to join you, Eamon, as always. Um, interestingly, Eamon, I, I read that uh, Paul O'Connell was advising the team not to overthink this week, stick to what they've done the last few years, rely on their training. And when you look at this team, that's exactly what the coaching staff have done. This is the team almost to a man that the – selectors used in New Zealand when they won the historic series down there when they used last November to beat South Africa and Australia and used almost exclusively through the uh, Six Nations with the exception of the game against Italy where they did make some changes. So it's a team that the coaches believe in because they've delivered. This this group of 23 players have have delivered. There's one or two changes in there. Also, Jack Crowley, the young monster out half, has pushed Ross Byrne 
out of the 23. Now, I think that's Jack's play improved absolutely out of sight the last 12 months. He's been pretty extraordinary. And he can also play at 10 or 12, and Robbie Henshaw can play 12 or 13. So I think I think Jack's um, versatility might have swung at, swung at there, but it's a very good side that has delivered for Ireland, and that's a real show of confidence. And and you know I've got to say, I mean, you go into these big games, and you've got the runs on the board. You've done it in the past. You want to send a message to your players. We believe in you. We believe we've got the game plan. We believe we've got the people. We've got the mental approach right. Here you go. We trust you. And trust is such a big thing at the elite end of sport in team team sports between between staff and players and that confidence. And I, I couldn't fault it, to be honest with you. Couldn't find a fault in any of the selections. Now, there is something I want to ask you before we move on and talk about this particular game and what it might turn on. And that is a piece you wrote at the beginning of the World Cup in the Irish Times. It was very moving, it was uh, very well written, and it came from personal experience. It's relevant because South Africa have a scrum which is described as 7 and 1. We go 5-3, most other nations go 5-3. 7 and 1 is, I suppose, you can explain it to us. But it was the incident you uh, wrote about uh, concerned a club mate of yours in Sydney, his name was Grant Harper. He was new, newly married, he was 24, and he ended up as a quadriplegic and then had an early death. It's terribly sad to read, but it refers to the way rugby used to be when it was a dirty and dangerous game. The first question I want to ask you is, is there any real significance in the 7-1 South Africa set up in their scrum, and I think they've also they brought seven on in one go to make a change already in this World Cup. Yeah, I mean, so I've got to say it's been the seven and one South African setup has is, is, is brought all this back. Um, it's, it's, it was an exceptionally difficult time that I hadn't thought about for many, many years, and uh, you know, you, uh, it's actually brought a lot of really tough. Thinking back, the, the change room that day at Sydney University Oval, um, and I've been in probably thousands and thousands of change rooms over my playing, played since I was seven and coaching, you know, so it's the best part of 50, 60 years almost being in these change rooms. And then that day I'll never forget. And I, it, it, it was horrific, absolutely horrific day that no one – no one should have to go through again. And what what used to happen over the, and this this I have to go back in a little bit in history to set this up. R- rugby in the nineteen eighties went through a period of catastrophic spinal injuries across the globe. Yes, and it it, it was just an awful awful time. And it was because our scrummaging was really dangerous. The vast majority of these catastrophic injuries were caused in scrums. So if your listeners imagine the scrums used to stand about a metre apart and charge into each other, it was a macho thing. And, of course, if you got it wrong and the scrum collapsed, there was 16 giant men all bound together holding on each other and you could get your neck in some very, very dangerous places and people did, this did happen and it happened to Grant. I watched him walk into a, a scrum late, he was fatigued, 
and he never walked again. And you know, anyone that's that should never happen again around the world. We, and and to everyone's credit at the time, but there's one last part of that, Eamon. It wasn't at the international level. This was in levels yes. below the top liners. So yes. everyone was like everything in the sport, the international teams do it. Everyone in the sport copies it, the, the role models, the way they dress, the boots, the socks, the, the jerseys, you know, their formations. People copy these things and that's what was happening. And to the undying credit of the administrators at the time, they stepped in and they made significant changes and scrums became safe. It stopped this awful, awful um Waste of lives and, and, and heartache for families and communities and, and the individuals involved. It was, it was just an awful period. And we, it's, it's so, they did such a good job, Eamon. It's been forgotten. It's a bit like the Second World War. Yes. You know, they did such a good job. No one thinks it can happen again. And, right. and, and the young generation have forgotten. So what, what's happened is then over the last 10 years, these great laws that came in slowly have been eroded away and rode away and rode away. So why we have – in rugby, we never had a bench. You had 15 players. If someone got injured, that was bad luck. Then they said you can have reserves for injury. What happened in some of these times – this is how bad it was. A guy I went to school with who was a winger in a game, in a very low level of the game, the hooker got injured. They said, would you put go in this scrum just for this one scrum? And he did. Now, he walked again, but he spent a year in recovery. Yes. Uh, he lost some movement in his arms. So the bench became so important. They said you have to have a trained prop, loose head prop, hooker and tight head prop and second rower because they're the people that are really in danger if the scrum collapses and so you can't just throw people in. And that was a really good thing. And then they start, They said, and here's the problem, they didn't legislate it. They legislate you have to have a, a loose head, a hooker and a tight head and a second row. They didn't legislate the other numbers. But we said it was a back rower, a scrum half, a three-quarter, and, and a, someone in the back three, a fullback. So everyone was trained. There's no problem with anyone getting injured. And and scrum, injuries in our scrums ceased pretty much. It was fantastic. Now, what South Africa did, because that is not legislated properly over the years and it was done for safety, they have said, okay, we're not going to borrow that. We're just going to pick seven forwards and one back in this and we are going to bring on these seven guys and our aim is to scrummage you into submission. And the biggest problem in the game that that did this aim is is incentive. What was the, in the old scrums they stopped penalizing scrums. They said, well we're, you're not going to get an incentive from the scrum. You can't we're only going to give you a free kick. So in rugby a free kick means you can't kick a goal and you can't kick long for touching yes. the line out. You just got to play. So the incentive to scrum to collapse the opposition and get a penalty was just not there. So what did they do? We, they got the ball out of scrum. We had these beautiful backline attacks. The game speeded up. It was glorious rugby. Ball was in hand. We all enjoyed it. Maddeningly, maddeningly, these legislators who forgot the past brought back penalties. And so that incentivized packs yes. to drive the scrum. And now the South Africans have just taken that one step further. I am not concerned about this game. On, you know, I'd love to see Ireland win all that, but I don't care really. I don't think the Irish pack are in any danger, and I don't think the South African pack are in any danger. But if some teams copy this at lower levels of the game, yes, late in a game in Western Ireland or in Sydney, Western Sydney, 
and the tight head prop is fatigued and someone brings on seven forwards and the coach says, we need a penalty from this scrum to get a shot at goal to win the game, and they go for it, that poor young player's spine is in danger. And we ca- we just can't have that, Amy. We ca- cannot go back to these awful days. There's a loophole there. Yeah. That's the way you describe it in your piece. I was very struck by it uh, because I do know what the, the dangers are, particularly when the people executing these kind of moves aren't of the highest quality and indeed experience. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Let me move you on, Matt, to Saturday's game. And let's talk about the scrum. My impression of the South Africans, I watched them play Scotland and I've watched them play Ireland last year. And they look to me like a team that uh, sets out or inclines to set out and bully the opposition. They're tough, they're strong, and they want to bully the opposition. Is that a feature of their game? or? Have I come to the wrong conclusion? I mean, I find South Africa very frustrating because they are physically incredibly gifted. They have great talent and they could run the ball uh, like Ireland, France and New Zealand do and be incredibly successful. I, th- I think if they changed, they would definitely win the World Cup. They would definitely win it, but they choose not to. They have they are physically very big human beings. They are very gifted physically. And they, they literally try to, to do exactly what you said, to bully you and to pressure you through scrummaging and mauling and, and an absolutely swarming defensive system into submission and take away your time and space and, and put 
pressure on you, scoreboard pressure on you and physical pressure on you until you crack and they get a good lead in. Then when they get a good lead, they unleash their, their wingers on the flanks and they are fantastic. They are just a joy to watch. They are brilliant. But they only do it almost when the game is over. Uh, yes, and, and I, I noted in the Scotland game, they got a good, a really good start. They won the game in the end, I think, 20, uh, 18-3, which, you know, didn't really reflect what I saw because Scotland came out and fought back. But early in the first 15, 20 minutes, I thought Scotland were going to be massacred. Y- yes, they're, they're, the Scots were in that game for long periods of the, of the game. And this is what South Africa do very well. They get in front and they just strangle the game. You can't right. get toe in it. Interestingly, Eamon, the three games in the last 12 months South Africa have lost, they've lost to Australia in Adelaide, they lost to um, Ireland at the Aviva, and they lost to New Zealand in Christchurch. On all three games, the opposition got ahead early on the scoreboard. Right. They do not like to chase a game. They, they like the pressure of the scoreboard and the physicality and the bullying to frustrate the opposition. If they have to play, they can. They can play. As I said, they've got incredible talent, but they don't like to come from behind. They don't like to chase a game. So on Saturday for Ireland, like they did at the Aviva last week and like they've done a lot under Andy Farrell's coaching, Ireland started very fast and scored points early. That is very, very important. If you can get two more than two scores in front of South Africa, they don't like that. They find that a very, very uncomfortable place to be. Right. Interestingly, that style of game that Australia played that day and Ireland played at the Aviva and New Zealand did uh, in Christchurch last uh, August, Ireland are very capable of doing that again. It, and the, it is, you know, Eamon, sometimes as a team just plays a way you don't like. They just, yes. they just play a way that unsettles you. Yeah. And Ireland, the style Ireland play, the fast rucks, rapid plays, small passes, in and out with rapid movements, good kicking, attacking, kicking across the field, really unsettles South Africa. So if I think early scores are important and scoreboard pressure is essential. If South Africa get two scores up, they are such a beast to run down, or close to impossible. Right. Line-outs and scrums. Line-out, very important, and scrum, very important. Uh, let's take the line-out first, Matt. Are you confident? Because Ireland's line-out can be sketchy sometimes. Uh, in, I mean, it has been in, in this tournament, even. Yes, it, it, it's a great point, I mean, um the, the Irish line-out was the best in the world for two years under Paul O'Connell, and it's the last six nations are functioning close to 100%. So that is phenomenal. So we have very high expectations of the Irish line-out. In the warm-up games in the first match of, of the World Cup, it dropped to 66% success rate, which is a huge drop. And it's very important because Ireland use – their lineouts to launch what we call strike plays from that they launch great attacking plays yes. that are very thoughtful, are very well planned, very precise, and usually brilliantly executed from their lineout um, because it's it's the lineouts are really great platform because obviously you have you know eight forwards or the numbers vary but let's say eight 
the eight forwards in a line, and then there is a disconnect, a 10-metre disconnect, where the defenders have to be back from that line. And Ireland target that disconnect at the back of the line, at that little, we call it a dog's leg at the back. Yes. And they do it brilliantly. France do something very similar as well. And if you don't win that line at ball, well, you can't use that as an attack. The second part is to disrupt South Africa's ball so yes. that they can't set up their mall. So what the Africans, I always say, off a line out or a scrum, Elvis and Lord Lucan could hide in the South African centres because they just never – who's there? Who cares? They never get the ball. They take the, the – Africans take the ball down in those lineouts and they maul incredibly effectively. So you have – if they get five minutes from your line, they'll score. So right. Ireland defensively also have to be right on the money to either win the ball, which is exceptionally hard to do because the South African lineout is quite brilliant, or to be low enough to be under them to stop – them mauling effectively. So a hugely crucial part of the game. Let me ask you about one of their key players, a player I noticed and everyone noticed, but uh, I'm not an expert and even I noticed. Uh, Manny Libok, he is their out half and he's their kicker from the set piece kicks. He was poor against Scotland and I was surprised how poor his kicking was. But I understand that his, his general game is really very good is he a fa- is his or my perception of his weakness a factor? Because I one we all know how great Ronald O'Gara was. Johnny Sexton is in that department, the kicking department of the game. He missed some real straightforward kicks against Scotland, for example. How good is he? And is that weakness something that may hurt South Africa? Definitely, I mean, he, he's. I think he left fifteen points on the tee. So, as you said, it was eighteen three. It really should have been well into the thirties. That um, right. That 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 South Africa should have beaten Scotland. Now, he, here's the interest. Well, I'll, I'll answer both those questions. He is a very good attacking player. Um, questionable in defence. Made some very poor defensive reads against New Zealand. Uh, but he's a good attacker. Now. This, I think, is his last chance saloon. I think they'll give him a run here and see what his kicking percentage is because what South, we're back to the South African bench here. It won't go away. South Africa lost a hooker, uh, Malcolm Marks, one of the best hookers in the world. So the hooker is the big, strong dude in the forwards, yeah. throws the ball in the line out, and they replaced him with a guy called Andre Pollard who is an out-half who's a goal kicker. So Andre's not starting this week. He's just coming back from injury but they've got him in the squad. He is a sensational goal kicker. He's kicked for them for many years, a very, very high percentage player and a very, very good footballer. Great kicker of the ball, as South Africans tend to be. So what that means on their bench is the South Africans have a guy called Fouri who is who is not a specialist hooker. He's a flanker who can play hooker. So they've got seven forwards, no replacement kicker if 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 – uh, Libok doesn't kick. I think Faf de Klerk, the little scrum, blonde scrum half, will take over yes. the kicking. He did against Scotland and kicked well from one particular conversion from uh, or a penalty from from the touchline and quite far out. Exactly. Uh, now let, let's just let's just say that Libok is a weakness. Here's the other weakness, Eamon, and as you know. Sporting gods have a very warped sense of humour and they can do <laughs> horrible things to you. They've got six, seven forwards on the bench, a part-time hooker, only one back. 
if something happens to their starting hooker, Mumbambi, or there is a yellow or red card to their back line or an injury, that bench will fall apart. They are really rolling the dice here. They are right. really rolling the dice that people will stay healthy, they won't get carded. And so the bomb squad, as they call it, the seven forwards come on at a certain time and the idea is that they really put the pressure on on Ireland and gain penalties that Libok can kick or they kick to the corner and more. But certainly if he kicks the same percentage that he did against Scotland, uh, against Ireland, I think South Africa won't win. He has to kick a very high percentage because that is the South African game plan. Turn the go- the uh, scoreboard over early with threes, more for a try before we unleash, uh, you know, the the uh, the brilliance of Chislin Colby out wide and score tries. But if they don't get that foundation, again, they become very very uncomfortable. Do you think they'll be? They will try to bully us. Do you think we will be able to? Well, first of all, we are prepared. Uh, secondly, I always have the impression that the way we play is, um, you know, it's beautiful, it's imaginative, it's brave, but it, it's subject to, or vulnerable, should we say, to disruption. I mean, the, the South African, this style of play that South Africa play is great for World Cups. It's great right. for tournaments when people are really nervous because – it's a plan that is limited in its imagination but is executed really vermintly. So, yep. yes, they can. They, they do it to everyone, and so it's not just Ireland. But the, the difference is Ireland have proved last year at the Aviva that they can stand up to this yes. and not only stand up, they can triumph in the end. But everyone on the planet, every team on the planet has to – has to bend a bit to this South African power. That's that's the point. They will bend. It's it's will they break? What happens to their discipline? Can and when their discipline has been sensational in the past, like very few penalties coming out of out of the Irish camp compared to Australia, who gave away nineteen against Fiji. Yes. So the the Irish discipline will be huge against these guys. But let's let's turn that on its head. I mean, like we have a, a, the Irish pack. And the players on the bench are a very, very good group of players. Now, I would be concerned late in the game with our props coming on against the the power of of uh, the, the South African bench. Yes, uh, Dave Kilcoyne is a is a pride and tested uh, monster man. He will not take a backward step. And Finlay Bielham has proved he has been very good in the past. So, what we need from Finlay. And, and Dave Kilcoyne is they'll have their hands around Dan Sheen. Now, Dan Sheen is a great scrummage, a huge man. He, his inclusion on the Irish bench to counter that, um, the power coming out of the, um, the South Africans is, an, is very important. Plus, you're going to have Ian Henderson come on as a fresh second row and Ryan Baird is a very big man who can go into the second row. They may take James Ryan off and leave the back row as it is. So they, Ireland could also replace their whole tight five. That is an option. Or Baird goes on to the flank. Usually it is Peter Omani who comes off, but that doesn't yes. have to be the case. So, you know, we've got to, while we do have to, Respect and and I know everyone does respect the power and and the technical ability of the South Africans and their game plan that that uh, implements that. 
we also have to look at this Irish team and say, well, look, they've beat New Zealand and New Zealand twice and they've stood up to all these other teams, France and South Africa, and come out on top. Is They're not number one in the world by accident. So yep. that they will be um, giving as good as they get. How important is the refereeing? Oh, super important, I mean, super, Yeah, super I, it strikes important. me, I, I watched rugby and so I'd watch it, a good rugby match, Leinster Munster or an international match before I'd watch a mediocre premiership, Premier League game or even a good one. I love the game. I think it's a fantastic game and what the Irish have achieved in the last 20 years is, has been wonderful in so many ways. So I, I'm not sort of knocking or, or not, I'm not qualified to knock, but I just wonder on the refereeing side of things how Referees have characteristics, don't they? They have traits. They have things they're hot on and they have things they're relaxed about and they're all different. How how much of a factor can that be on Saturday night? Huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge, I mean, and knock away. I, the, our officials and our officiating has been the biggest problem in rugby for many, many years, moving on decades. The fact that it has not been totally revamped and and um, changed for the better is uh, a great blight on the game because the, the way we the, – the referees want to stay as referees, and I get that. That's the only right thing to do. How they're judged is they're penalised. They're not ticked on what they get right. They're penalised for what yep. they get wrong. So, therefore, they've got, they've got to blow everything. If they don't – if they miss something, they're penalised. And I'm talking the most technical of infringements. And so that's why you're getting 20 penalties a game, and that's why South Africa say, well, why would we pass the ball to our back line when we can just kick it and do yep. a ball and a scrum and get a shot at three points? It's right. Again, it's all about incentive. So, uh, And especially at scrum time, and we come back to scrums because they're a blight on our game at the moment because they're allowed to give penalties from scrums. Penalties give you either three points or you kick into the corner and you can maul. So the refereeing decisions are huge. Refereeing decisions about what happens at a tackle are massive, massive. And, of course, we're seeing these uh, huge decisions about head contact, which we should be very concerned about um, concussions with players. So anyone comes in and has head contact, it's reviewed, and they are either penalised, uh, put in the bin for 10 minutes, or given a red card and sent off. And that has been very inconsistent across this World Cup, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions. So, yes, the refereeing and officiating in every senior rugby match is huge. Okay, just a final question. I don't want you to necessarily to predict who's, who's going to win. That's not really the issue. The question I want to ask you, uh, finally, is about the importance of the Sexton's leadership for this occasion, his experience as well, but also some of the other players who've been around this Irish team for a while now, the character of those people and their intelligence and the fact that they know South Africa, they know exactly what's coming. And with Brian O'Connell in the camp, you know, the coaching staff that they have we're well prepared for this aren't we oh absolutely i mean absolutely you, you, you win world cups two years before that the, the cup starts um it's very rarely do teams uh, fail leading up to the world cup and all of a sudden you just turn around and become a great side that wins 
this is the William Webb Ellis Trophy. It never happens. And this Irish side, with Sexton guiding them at 10, is a very powerful side. And we have to say that, he, you know, amazingly, Eamon, at, at his age, he's probably been the best out half at the tournament still. Um, yep. a phenomenal, just, I can't express the uniqueness of this for someone his age playing the way he does and being as brave as he is. And he's going to have to be careful on Saturday because he'll be, a, as he always is, a targeted man. What yep. makes him so good, Eamon, is he takes the ball so close to, to the defenders before he passes. He draws the defenders onto him and then passes, and that's what creates the space. And he's going to get hit. And, and he knows that and he still goes out and does it. And he's, you know, ably, ably, um, by Bundiaki as his wingman at 12. Bundiaki has been, I think, the best centre at the tournament so far. He's, he's in the form of his career. He's been absolutely fantastic. Um, you, you, you look up front, Andrew Porter, one of the best loose heads in the world, uh, Furlong, one of the best tight heads in the world. You know, the, the, the links of these men up front with, with Tyg Byrne, his numbers were phenomenal last week. James Ryan, the next captain, the next leader, calling the lineouts. And of course, um, a brilliant back row of Peter Armani, Josh Vanderfleur and, and Caelan Doris have been together. Peter is like, um, Sexton. He was finished in 2019 and he has come back and reinvented himself and been even stronger. Perhaps, Eamon, if I could say, who is the key player? Yeah. For me, is Jamison Gibson Park. Right. Because he gets it, the ball from the ruck to the first runner, be it Sexton or a forward, faster than any nine on the planet. So right. that pace that he generates, and there is a, uh, a player takes the ball, comes to contact, is tackled. The time it takes for that player to place the ball on the ground until it gets to the first Irish runner. Is, is under a second and a half, and it produces the fastest ruck of any team in the world. When Ireland get that going, when Ireland get this incredibly rapid ball that Jamison Gibson Park is so capable of producing from the, from the rucks, the defence just simply can't get organised. They're rushed. They, they can't get themselves in the situation to cover all the options that right. the attack is asking. So... For me, with that pack, behind that pack, producing the ball, Gibson Park getting fast, lightning quick ball into the hands of Sexton and James Lowe and Gary Ringrose and these people, Mac Hansen. It's a, it's a formidable, formidable uh, challenge that Ireland will put down for South Africa. Okay, Matt, we're very grateful to you for joining us today. Matt Williams uh, from the Southern Hemisphere, an Aussie who tells it like it is and uh, writes for the Irish Times and is working through this tournament for Virgin Media. We're grateful to Matt, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. Let's hope we do the job on Saturday. I'm sure everyone will be watching who can. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.